smoke weed every day. What's up, squad? Welcome to the third episode of Higher Learning. I am your host, Miriam Awani, also known as The Trail Beauty on YouTube, which I haven't been on in a while. But I really just want to come on here um, before I start the episode and give thanks to those who've been listening, those who've been giving me feedback, good and bad. I, I appreciate it all um, for just supporting this little hustle that I got going on because I just can't bring myself to get back on YouTube anymore. I'm trying. I'm trying to think about like my approach to coming back, but right now I'm really not feeling it. So the podcast is where it's at, as I said time and time again, but I really do want to give thanks because I personally think that my voice is annoying to listen to. (laughs) Um, I have this real chill monotone voice that really doesn't change. So for you guys to actually give a fuck about what I'm talking about enough to sit through my monotonous voice for 45 minutes, I appreciate it all. But in today's episode, we are going to be discussing capitalism And I know you guys heard the song, Cash Rules Everything Around Me, but this title of the episode is going to be Capitalism Rules Everything Around Me. And we are just going to be talking about what exactly capitalism is, how it affects our lives, and everything that it entails. So you guys hang tight, get your pen and paper out, get ready to take some notes and learn some good shit, and let's hop right into the discussion. What exactly is capitalism? Before I give you guys the Merriam-Webster dictionary definition and the legitimate, like, well-put-together definition, I want to break down my understanding of capitalism to you. Therefore, you guys have a better understanding before I throw a bunch of big-ass words at you. So, think of capitalism as an economic, a cultural, social systematic little institution a social construct a system just think of it as a system that is put in place um in order to retain capital and when you think of capital you think of money so capitalism is driven by money is driven by currency and is driven by monetary value of something okay so um i like to think about it in terms of Investing capital to create productivity to get a bigger return on your investment, okay? So where capitalism goes corrupt, because you may be listening to this and thinking, okay, that's not bad. You know, I spend a little money, spend money to make money, you know, it's nothing. But this is where it becomes corrupt. Capitalism thrives off of modern day slavery. I'm going to say it again. It thrives off of modern day slavery. 
So I got to take it back a little bit, okay? Slave days. Think of slave era slavery. How the white man or white people used black people for cheap labor. They didn't have to pay them shit, okay? Didn't have to pay them a damn dime. All they had to do was feed them. They got all this work, all this production going um, without having to come out of pocket for that production. In turn, those slaves produced, you know, stockpiles of sugarcane and pounds of cotton or whatever the task was at hand. Produced all of this labor, this free labor for these people to capitalize off of and make money off of. Um, So now... When I talk about modern day slavery, slavery was abolished, right? So after slavery was abolished, and I'm talking in terms of race and oppression and how capitalism thrives off of those things, black people were indoctrinated into society in a way that still they're not getting paid what they should be getting paid. So if you think about the wage gap in society, right? how the white man makes the most money after the white man is either the white woman or the black man or whichever other race goes under the white man. But after that, then is the white woman. Then under the white woman is the black woman um, or minority women. So there's a hierarchy. There's a social hierarchy in place that lets society put a price tag on your head just because of your race, right? And because of that, companies feel the need not to pay you as much as this person because they feel that you're not as valuable, but you're still doing the same work as that other person and the company is still making their money off of you, even though they're not paying you your worth, okay? So that is one way modern day slavery has a hand in our culture, through the wage gap because everyone isn't getting equal pay. However, companies are still making money off of that because they don't have to pay everybody the same because they feel like they don't have to. They're making more money that way, okay? They can be paying Billy Bob fucking $50 an hour but feel the need to be paying um, Devon half of what Billy Bob is making but Devon is doing just just as much work if not more work than what billy bob is doing yet and still the company saves money in their back pocket because they don't have to pay Devin 50 dollars. they'll pay him the 25 and they'll pocket the other 25 and still make their quota and still make their money because of that so that is one way through the wage gap another way is through private privatized prisons or privatized institutions so More specifically, private prison labor is a big, 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 big part of capitalism in this country. And I have a list of companies, okay? I have a list of companies that use private prison labor to produce their product. And with private prison labor, they don't have to pay the prisoners shit. They're prisoners. What they do is they buy prisons from the government. The government just sells prisons to people so once they sell the prisons to whichever company they want to do that company in turn can put those prisoners to work because now they own them sounds familiar right (laughs) like slavery yeah so 
once the companies have the prisoners, have the prison in their possession, they can use them to do whatever work for their company. They don't have to pay them shit. Those prisoners probably making fucking a dollar a day, if that, which is way cheaper than paying a regular civilian money because they don't have to provide prisoners benefits. They don't have to provide them with minimum wage or decent wages because where the fuck they go spend it? Nowhere. They're in prison. So they are capitalizing off the fact that these people are um, basically slaves to society. That's what prisoners are. They're slaves to society. All their rights are revoked. Nobody gives a shit about them. They're working in horrible conditions and ain't nobody go check these companies or the government about what they're doing. So for the list of companies that use privatized prison labor, these companies are... Victoria's Secret, Walmart, McDonald's, um, Exxon, Verizon, AT&T, BP, Starbucks, Wendy's, Whole Foods, and the list goes on. And I will leave a link to where I found this, um, maybe in the description of this podcast, but most definitely on my blog. Um, so these companies own private prisons. And these prisoners either make their uniforms or make the actual products that they sell on the market. And it's very unfortunate. It's very, very fucking unfortunate. That's what I mean by modern day slavery in that sense, because now they're using prisoners to do the work and they don't have to pay as much for them to work. So now you see how capitalism thrives off of productivity and cheap labor, which means more money and more benefits for the companies. This is very problematic. Um, I shouldn't have to further explain. At this point, it should be very self-explanatory. And it shows how fucked up the system is. And the fact that things like this can even take place um, is, is fucked up. So what actually keeps it going? Like I said... Classism and oppression fuels capitalism and it keeps it going. Um, it's, it's like a hierarchy of who's more valuable than who. Um, the, the people who are being marginalized and taken advantage of and exploited um, for more cash. Like capitalism thrives off of oppression. And if you think about the history of this country, Violence and oppression has always been the building blocks of the economic system of this country. Someone is either being oppressed, um, beaten, mistreated, all in turn just for a dollar, just for productivity, just for, you know, cheap labor. Just at the end of the day, it boils down to money. And that's why. I named this podcast Cream because even if I don't say capitalism, it still cash rules everything. Cash is ruling everything and is the reason why a lot of people are being mistreated, um, why nobody really gives a fuck about the working conditions. They make you feel bad if you take a day off work. Some jobs give you hell for requesting days off when you're truly sick. These motherfuckers don't give you no type of benefits. They want you to work 40 plus hours a week, break your fucking back. And then I even provide you the benefits to even heal yourself after you didn't kill yourself at this fucking job. Like, sorry to curse so much, but I'm going in right now because it's ridiculous. Like, people aren't getting paid their worth. 
to work. And these companies are capitalizing off of that because they know they can do that. They know they can undercut people and not provide them with fair working environments for them to even thrive off of. And people are like killing themselves, you know, to make shit work. Like, and it's so much value placed on productivity. Like they make you feel bad for taking a break. They make you feel bad for calling off work. They make you feel bad for, you know, not working day in and day out. Like they make you seem like you're lazy and all these crazy little social stigmas that they plant in our head for making us feel bad for not chasing a dollar every damn day when that, what that shouldn't be what our life revolves around. Our life shouldn't revolve around cash. People shouldn't be so fucking money hungry and cash is everything. There's people who would do crazy shit for a dollar and it's all because of how society has has disseminated crazy propaganda to make people believe, hey, I got to work, 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 work. And have you ever, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but just think about it. Have you ever worked your ass off? All of it goes to bills and then you're left with nothing. You can't even enjoy the fucking money after you didn't slaved. 40 plus 80 plus hours, you know, in a week, just trying to make rent and you can't even enjoy the fruits of your fucking labor because you're working for a company to give back to a company. Like that's ridiculous. And there's the problem. And they make it seem like you're the problem because, you know, um, this is the only job that you can find at the moment. And it may not be paying you, you know, what you deserve, but is is paying the bills and, in the meantime, you're like hurting all over the place. You're sick. You can't do shit about it because your job don't give you benefits. And you just left, you know, ass out, just uncovered. Just nobody gives a fuck. And that is really how these companies treat employees like they're disposable. Because if you're not willing to work, somebody else will. You know why? Because the bills are always due and people are going to take what they can find. And that's very unfortunate. Um... So let's shift this conversation into the things outside of the main components of capitalism that keeps this system going. So when I talk about us settling for jobs because the bills are due, I'm speaking from experience. I'm doing things, not saying shaking ass and selling pussy, okay? (laughs) But I'm doing things that I would have never thought in a million years I'll be doing just to get my bills paid. I'm selling my clothes. I'm doing all type of other shit, which I'm not going to (laughs) say because I'm not going to expose myself. But I'm just saying, me and other people, we're just out here selling plasma, killing ourselves just to, you know, make rent just because we can't find jobs. And me as a recent college grad, Trying to find jobs is the hardest thing. And I touched base on this a little bit in my last podcast, but I'll say this shit again because it's ridiculous how we are just getting jugged and finessed out here. They tell you, go to school, go to school, go to school. You go to school, you're going to make money. You're going to get a a good job. You're going to live happily the fuck ever after. And they fucking lie. When you graduate college, You go and apply for jobs and they want two years of experience, which I said before, which you can't get the experience because you was too busy trying to pay your bills. You was handling other shit that you couldn't get the experience that you need. So boom, if you don't have the experience, they tell you to go back to school and get your master's. You go back and get your master's, six figures in debt later, you come back. Oh, 
well, the masters might get your foot in the door, okay? With a master's, you might get an entry-level position. With my bachelor's, I feel like I can't get shit, especially in my industry, journalism, how that's fading out slowly but surely. Everything is switching to digital. But um, I'm saying all this to say it's like it's like a pyramid scheme with the school shit, okay? I'm six figures in debt, and I can't even get an entry-level job. Are you fucking kidding me? You want me to go back to school to get a master's and be more in debt to have to pay you motherfuckers back some more? And you telling me I have to do this to just get paid my worth? Like, you see how they put all these hoops and obstacles and how you got to jump through all these crazy hoops and shit just to get a decent job and they still playing with you? Like, even after I went to school... I can't even, like, go and get a car or do basic shit. You know why? Because my credit is fucked up. And that is how capitalism works. And in the school system, think about this. When you're in high school, you out here learning the fucking Pythagorean theorem and how to square roots and all this other crazy shit, geometry, trigonometry, shit that you don't even use. When in all actuality, they should be implementing, you know, things like how to do your taxes, how to manage your finances, how to just like simple things, simple financial literacy so people can get a grasp on how currency and money works in this economy. But no, they want to keep us dumb. So we just doing anything and then we fucking ourselves up along the way in the process and then you're sitting here like, damn, I wish I would have knew how to do this and do that. But no, they want to teach you the shit that don't matter. And I feel like that's what contributes to keeping this system going. Um, again, the whole propaganda and the whole social stigma of valuing productivity. Like if you ain't working, you lazy, you're a bum, you don't deserve it. Um, if you're not, how they make it seem like minorities are lazy that's why we're poor like are you fucking serious you think the poor i feel like the poorest people out here work the hardest they be the people with two three four jobs you know try to make ends meet and they have to take on so many jobs because each job don't pay them shit so they gotta work twice as many jobs as the average privileged person in this country just to pay their bills and there are conservatives that have the audacity to tell the masses that poor people and minorities are lazy and it's shit like that that keeps the system going because again like I say with the wage gap people can literally well not people well yeah people and companies um and those alike can discriminate against people based on their race based on their gender because and use that as a factor to determine how much they should be getting paid when in all actuality we should all be getting paid the fucking same because we're all producing the same amount of work and um last but not least i feel like how society has propagated an agenda of idolizing money and consumerism and I had tweeted on my Twitter how I won't be celebrating pagan holidays anymore because it is all a capitalist ploy like I'm not trying to be too woke for y'all but like let's let's wake the fuck up let's stop being stupid 
let's save our money and let and let's stop being so damn like let's stop being sheep okay let's stop being sheep so when i say pagan holidays i mean christmas black friday valentine's day all of that shit what do they have in common what do they have in common they all require you to buy some shit for somebody they all require you to spend money who even made some of this shit up easter chris first of all christmas we're celebrating jesus birthday but that wasn't even when his birthday was he wasn't born on 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 december 25th but they they had to sprinkle some religion in there to get people to you know believe their plan whoever they is but consumerism and how much we spend like if you just look at the market during those times peak holidays how everybody begins time and a half those are the times where the most amount of money is saved companies know that on valentine's day we bringing in bucks we know christmas we're bringing in bucks black friday we're bringing in the money that's some shit that they look forward to and it's also some shit that was made up to get people to spend money because why capitalism excuse me because capitalism and materialism and how we put all these things on a pedestal and how they persuade you to think that you need all of this shit when you really fucking don't when you don't so next time you go on christmas shopping and next time you're doing all that thing all these things for these different little holidays and shit that they tell you you're supposed to be celebrating i just want you to think what can i be doing with that money instead why am i stressed out about making sure that i have a gift for so-and-so on valentine's day or why i'm spending my last coins on christmas gifts for some shit that people are not even gonna be worried about some weeks to come like that's where I want you to do yourself a favor and think about becoming financially literate, like becoming stronger with your dime and being more aware of where you're spending your coin because you don't always have to spend it because they say so. Like pagan holidays for what? What am I celebrating that for? <laughs> I'm over here going broke trying to impress people on a holiday that don't even really fucking matter. It's just some shit that they told us that we supposed to be celebrating so we can spend more because they're money hungry because capitalism, like, are you guys catching my drift with this shit? Okay. Are you catching this? Are you catching it? Um, one quote that I love and we taking it straight from the Bible um, is for the love of money is the root of all evil. And I believe so because there are people who are doing anything, anything for this little piece of paper. They put so much value on money that it ruins lives. It ruins relationships. Like they put this shit on the pedestal when it shouldn't even matter. Like it's not everything. Yeah. It's a tool that can help you, you know, advance in life. It can be, the solution to many of our problems, but I don't want you guys to get it fucked up. Don't ever forget that our money problems is because this country wants us to run like this because the country runs on money. 
the economy runs on money and they need you to keep spending and they need the poor to stay poor and they need the rich to be rich because that is how the system works because this is what the country was built on the marginalization the struggle the oppression of of the poor of minorities of you know whoever is the lesser the lesser is always going to suffer in this country that's how they want it to be you think if they wanted people you know to not struggle they would have did that by now if they actually gave a fuck no they would have did it already they have the means to do it you telling me that you can't fund welfare and food stamps and whatever else is going to help the poor in this country but you can fund a space force a fucking space force most of the budget most of the budget and money allocated in this country is to the military most of it is allocated to the military the highest budget the highest budget in this country is the military budget billions of dollars billions let's let, let's look up this let's look up the facts us military budget 2018 all right so our defense budget in the us is just un, is just under 700 billion dollars just for defense that's the military 700 billion dollars billion not million billion okay Hold on. The U.S. budget for welfare. All right. Compared to food stamps and how much it costs taxpayers as a collection, that's $70 billion. So military is at $700 billion and food stamps is at $70 billion. Okay. Um, that's a problem. That's a problem. Let's see. U.S. budget for education. That may be a little higher because they want people to be in debt. So they, you know, they shelling out money anyway. Um, yeah, so we can't even count education because that's a whole nother conversation in itself. That's probably going to be a whole nother podcast in itself because that's a whole system designed to make money anyway and fuck us all over and put us in debt anyway. So I'm just going to go ahead and take a break because I know this is a lot to digest. Like this right here is a lot to digest. I'm getting hot. I'm cussing a lot. So I know I'm getting heated. So let's go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back. All right, guys. So now it's time for my favorite part of the show, Words of the Day. And the first part of the day is going to be capitalism. And capitalism means an economic and political system in which a country's trade and industry are controlled by private owners for profit rather than by the state. Another definition describes capitalism as a political ideology. It is an economic system based upon private ownership of the means of production and their operation for profit. Characteristics central to capitalism includes private property, capital accumulation, wage labor, voluntary exchange, a price system, and competitive markets. The second word of the day is going to be social constructs. Social construct means an idea that has been created and accepted by the people in society. 
The next word of the day is consumerism. Consumerism is the protection or promotion of the interests of the consumers. That's a fucking lie. That's a lie. <laughs> Let's find a different definition because that is a bold-faced lie. Consumerism is the theory that an increasing consumption of goods is economically desirable. Also, it is a preoccupation with and an inclination towards the buying of consumer goods. It is the promotion of consumers. It is the promotion of the consumer's interest. I guess. And lastly, the last word of the day is pagan. Pagan is a person holding religious beliefs other than those of the main world religions. Pagan is one of a people or community observing a polytheistic religion as the ancient Romans in Greece. It is a member of a religious, spiritual, or cultural community based on the worship of nature or the earth. So those who value earth, things of the earth, um, is of, relating to, or the characteristics of pagan and is hedonistic, irreligious, if you get the point of that. If not, just look it up on your own. So that is it for the words of the day. Let's get back to the show. Even better than I was the yeah. last time, baby. Ooh, 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 ooh. We back. I'm All right, guys, so we're back. So I finally got to calm down and gather my thoughts. So I just want to talk about how capitalism leads to overconsumption. Since we're a very consumerist and consumer-driven economy, it oftentimes leads to overconsumption because of the way society portrays our necessities and our necessities are not basic necessities anymore now people tell you you gotta have this type of car this type of house you gotta dress this type of way you gotta have these type of things and i feel like all of this just leads to overconsumption. and with that that works for capitalists because think about it the more stuff you buy um, eventually you're going to need some sort of storage, right? And that's why these storage warehouse places exist because now they get to charge you to store your stuff. They get to charge you however many dollars per month to store your items. So that is them capitalizing off the fact that they know that people buy too much shit and they're just going to create more space for you to store your shit. Um, you could also relate this to food, um, overconsumption of food. Our portions compared to other country portions, like in Europe, is re- is like there's a bit a really big difference. Like here in the United States, we have very large portions, um, so big in fact that we are a very obese country. Um, so. When we talk about the overconsumption of food, that leads to obesity. 
the more obese people there are, the more health complications there will be, the more health complications there are. The pharmaceutical industry can capitalize off of this by creating all type of diet pills and opioids and whatever other solutions they come up with. But it's all a cycle that churns money. If you if you get what I'm saying, if you're catching my drift right now. Um, and then if you think about the overconsumption of social media, how they force us to be interactive with each other on these platforms and they glorify, you know, having followers and being this person, being an influencer and think about what happens when there is, when people are consuming too much social media, I feel like that's a product of mental health issues because now we're dabbling into a territory where you get a glimpse of everyone's life. At first, once upon a time, you wouldn't know what somebody in California is doing or somebody in Alaska is doing and you you in New York. Like now we have access to everybody and everything and we all have access to each other and people start to compare themselves to one another and social media has created this culture of flexing and portraying something that they're not like everybody always wants to put out their best self of course but some people are too particular too precise not honest enough um and in turn this This influences the way people think, the way people perceive things. People don't usually consider like, oh, well, maybe they they could be lying. They really don't have a Rolls Royce or they really don't have a G-Wagon. People don't think like that. People don't give other people the benefit of the doubt. So when they see, you know, people their age with certain items and certain things and they're at a certain level in life, it starts to play mind tricks and mind games on people. And I feel like social media contributes to a lot of mental health issues and this also is another issue that capitalists can capitalize off of because if more people are becoming mentally ill or struggling with mental health issues again that's where the pharmaceutical industry can step in offer their little pills as solutions and that is another capitalist ploy I'm not saying that everything is uh, a capital a capitalism conspiracy, but all of this feeds into each other and all of this keeps this cycle going. Um, one thing I hate personally is the flex culture and people who I like to call nigger rich. And when I say nigger rich, it's like when you're rich, you can be rich today and broke tomorrow. When you're wealthy, you know, that shit lingers. It has longevity. It stays around. So sometimes niggas get money and they like to flex. They like to flex on everybody. They like to shit on everybody. They don't want to help nobody. They just want to be like, hey, look at me. I got this. I got that. They want to flex in your face, flaunt it. And, you know, if you got it, flaunt it. But also don't forget that there are people eyeing you. There are are people out there who will rob you for what you have. So be careful with all that flexing shit. But most importantly is like what is all of that for what are you doing all of that for you're not uplifting nobody you're not showing nobody how you got it and if you got it in a strange way then you got some soul searching to do 
But if you're just the type to just flaunt your money and flaunt what you got and not try to help others, you know, get there. It's just like, what is that for? Like, you're shitting on people in a position that you once were in. So it's like, what is all of that for? So um, I really want people to be mindful of being materialistic because if you if you're not phased by all of that you're perfectly fine this message is not for you but for those who like to compare themselves to other people um because they're in a position where they don't have anything and they see like their peers have it and their peers are doing this to get that and you're thinking about doing things compromising your morals for money like just just realize that money was put here to control people in so many words that's the best word I can put money is like money is like a tool to control people if we're being honest so um now that I just want to move past talking about all of this heavy shit and all of this borderline depressed depressive shit like let's talk about solutions to this problem so this is our economy right this is the shit that we're dealing with we know that everything is about money money rules the world cash rules everything around me cool but what are you gonna do to make sure that you're not beating yourself up for not being in a certain position or you're not sitting here comparing yourself to other people and putting yourself in this state that you know you're not worth anything just because you don't have material things to show for it and I really feel like now in this day and age that most of the issues that we have are financial issues um, I feel like a lot of people who end up committing suicide and I'm doing so because of finances um, not saying all, but there's a good majority that feel like, you know, finances, they don't have anything to live for. They don't have anything. So, you know, why I live. But I just want people to realize that it's not the end all be all. And it's definitely not why we're here. It's not why we exist. Uh, we were here before currency was here. So I want you guys to see the bigger picture of it all. But also to obtain money. You have to teach yourself to be financially literate. And I know it's going to be hard. It's going to be very hard, especially with the jobs that we have, the wages that we're getting paid, the way the job industry is set up in any industry, how they make you jump through hoops and go through all these things just to acquire your what you feel like you're worth. Like, I've been seeing this conversation on Twitter a lot lately about unpaid internships and if it's fair or not. And I've been seeing both sides of the story. I've been seeing some people say, hey, you know, sometimes you just don't have, sometimes you just have to sacrifice the money to get the experience and it's a good learn, learning experience. You got to work hard for what you get and blah, blah, blah. Which, yeah, that's understandable. But I'm more so on the side of, unpaid internships is like <sighs> unpaid internships what is a good way to compare this how do I compare it 
it's like it's like playing the lottery in a sense because you can pick up an unpaid internship that the company really doesn't care about you learning anything or progressing in the company. They just need interns to, you know, run them coffee and do shit that really doesn't mean anything. And I feel like those type of companies are very insensitive because outside of your bullshit ass company, people have to pay bills and you want somebody to dedicate hours per week of their life to your company for free for school credit you know and I just feel like that's just unreasonable like why you can't pay the minimum wage now those unpaid internships that actually guarantees you know moving up within the company that's cool that's that's great but oftentimes those unpaid internships aren't like that they really aren't I feel like a lot of them treat interns as disposable people. They don't really they don't really invest in interns enough to train them to move up in the company. It's kind of like you just have to show and prove. And I feel like that's very unfortunate, especially in this economy. Like you want somebody to work for you for free? It's a joke. It's a joke. So, I'm definitely against unpaid internships unless you're guaranteed like definite success like you have great references it's an awesome networking opportunity that you can really benefit from like that should be the epitome of an unpaid internship anything less of that is like it's laughable and um I forgot whose tweet I forgot whose tweet I was reading but they were just talking about how they came from Mississippi and came to New York with not much money just to come to like a complex interview and complex mag that is. And, you know, the internship was unpaid and they really wasn't like they didn't really care that he came all the way from Mississippi, Mississippi, <laughs> Mississippi with no place to stay with barely enough money. And they were like kind of like, oh, you can make it work. And then um he went to he applied for another place and they told him that he was too overqualified but he still has to start off as an unpaid intern before he gets the job and i just feel like that's a waste of time like that's a waste of time but for the company they get free work free labor free productivity you know for nothing for they don't even have to pay the person and, and they benefit and I feel like companies are very insensitive and treat people not all companies but a lot of companies are very insensitive and they treat their workers disposably and by all means you should avoid you should avoid working for any company like that so now after talking about all of this stuff right what are our solutions we can talk about all of this sad shit all day as sad as it is as much as i hate to talk about it i have to educate you guys on it but we also have to figure out how to beat the system how do we find a way to succeed beyond being discriminated against because of your race and your your gender and dealing with you know companies not paying workers their worth 
and how everything is centered around money and you feel like you just got money problems all the time and bills are adding up and all of this stuff like what do we do what do we do first we can start off by being like i was saying before being more financially literate understanding our finances breaking down our finances and planning your money and handling your money in a way where you're not setting yourself up for failure and I know I'm over here preaching, but I need to practice what I preach as well because I've recently found myself in a situation where I just don't have nothing. Like being at work, the money is dried up because there's nothing going on. My money's not reliable. Um, I used to have several sources of income, but I kind of debted it because... Again, YouTube used to be a source of income, but that dried up. Um, I had like my little online store going, but that dried up. So definitely try to allocate more income. Like you really can't just rely on one job for all your income. That's first and foremost. (coughs) Another solution so that you're not so... I guess, discouraged by the current state of this economy and this country and this world, um, you really have to reevaluate your values. You really have to sit and ask yourself if money wasn't the motive, if money wasn't, you know, the driving force in my life as far as paying bills and handling stuff and making sure my family is straight, like, what would make me happy? What would truly make me happy if money wasn't a thing? Um, And you have to realize that there are bigger fish to fry and you can be the reason why things never change. Like you really truly have to look at the better, look at the bigger picture because as far as money problems, right? Because that's what we all have. We all have money issues. As far as that, you have to change your values. You have to not place so much value in materialism and consumerism, buying things that are redundant and not a necessity. Like, if you can't buy it three times, don't buy it. I'm pretty sure Jay-Z said that, but that's a good way to, you know, move. If you can't if you can't afford it three times, don't buy it. Like, don't spend your last on some dumb shit. Like, so you really have to, Yes, we can blame the economy. Yes, we can blame capitalism. But we also have to take accountability and blame ourselves. Um, So what I'm asking of you, I'm not on no Monique shit. I'm not telling you to boycott the economy and let's go out and protest. Because at the end of the day, these companies and the government and all these people hold so much power that, you know, we can prance around the streets all day and ain't shit really go change because that's what's working for them. So there's nothing that's going to get in the way of them making sure that that works for them. Um, however, the call to action is to change yourself, to change your views, to not idolize money, to not compare yourself to other people because whole time, back to the social media thing, people don't really be living the shit that they post. And we should all know that by now. Like, 
it's people who save vacation pictures and post it later. Like we've been hearing about that. Like we know about that. We probably know people personally who do that and try to act like they still out of the country and still traveling and shit, but they're not, they're at home. It's people out here who you may think they got all this designer and all of this stuff, but it's fake. It's fake. <laughs> you know, it's people out here that you may think, damn, they really get a money, but they probably robbing, stealing, killing. You don't know who they crossing for that money. They can't even go to sleep peacefully because they got some, you know, some horrific shit on their conscience. So you really have to live your life for you. You can't let money be a determining factor in your life. If you need a break, take a break. Take a break. And I know some of us are like, man, I can't afford to take a break. But hey, you got to give yourself that leverage to recoup and recover. Like, I really hate the way they society portrays that, you know, if you ain't working, you know, then you nothing. Like, if you ain't got it, work harder. Like, that's dumb. That's dumb. Like I said before, some of the poorest people be the hardest working people. The people who are doing jobs that you don't want to do and still not getting paid nothing. So don't believe that you're in a position that you're in because you're not working hard enough. Unless that's honestly the truth. Unless you can honestly say like, nah, you know, I'm broke because I really don't be working for mine. But there's people out here who work day in, day out, every week. And it's still not enough. Because this is how society is built for the poor to stay poor and the rich to get richer. So I'm going to wrap this episode up on that note. Hopefully I covered everything that I wanted to cover. Um, Hopefully I wasn't too all over the place. Um, Again, thank you guys for all of the support. If you want me to shout you out, if you are interested or want to inquire about any sponsorship opportunities feel free to email Miriam m-a-r-i-a-m at trill t-r-i-l-l dash beauty dot com or you can just send whatever over to my p.o box at p.o box 31 in tucker georgia 30084 and yeah on that note you guys be blessed be safe stay out the way stay on your shit and yeah catch you guys in the next episode